everybody. Welcome to episode 208 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Shia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Dumont. All right. No. Maybe better than my name. Um, also, our Instagram is incorrect. We have two 206s. Uh, this is indeed 208, um, 207, just, you know. Yeah, get your shit together. Um, something happened. And it wrote itself out. I don't know yeah. how that could possibly happen. But so the second 206 is actually 207. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram, we are aware. Uh, but to take all that down and start over just seemed kind of no, pointless. No, thank you. So um, we talked about uh, a movie that we were going to watch. So hopefully uh, you did see that. And uh, we also watched a show because, um, as I, as we said, so many things sort of ended at the same time or hadn't ended yeah. just quite yet. Actually, there's two shows that we have to talk about. Sorry. See, yeah. this is the problem. We watch so many things. It's, yeah. <clears throat> and then it's it, just so much. I, I can't uh, like I can't remember like what the hell we watched or didn't watch it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so we had talked about the Northman. Um, we talked a bit about uh, in-demand type of films and shows, and um, we talked a bit about uh, the anticipation of a show being great. Yeah. And then, like, you know how we feel about that. I mean, or actually, movie. yeah, technically. You know what? We're going to leave it at two. We're going to save the other show and another movie that we just watched for next week. This way we don't kind of bombard everything and we can just kind of yeah. um, go through the two. Okay, so. Um, you, all, you all settled now? You got that? <laughs> um, we, well, I just was like, okay, we, I can shove that in there. But then there is a whole other movie that we just saw. I don't know what day it is anymore. I'm all over the place. So um, I don't want to like start cramming things. Um, so we talked about uh, Dan Kwan's film, and we talked about a sort of anxiety that we have around watching things that everybody says is the best thing they've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I don't know that, I mean, it very rarely have things that everyone says is absolutely amazing have I found amazing. Mm. Um, and I, I feel like it's a weird psychological thing. I wish there were a way for me to know if I would have liked something had that not been shoved down my throat. Okay, yeah. And I'll never know, obviously. And so I think of films that, like back in the day when it was just word of mouth or maybe a commercial, right? At most, the commercials would be like, the best blah, 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 best film of the year. So-and-so says this, so-and-so says that, you know, Skull Ebert, blah, blah, blah. Um, but other than that, it was more word of mouth of people being like, holy shit, this movie was amazing, right? Mm. Um, there was something different about it because it did happen back then. Every, I mean, I saw I saw The Matrix opening night. Yeah. But I don't imagine I wouldn't have liked it. I had a couple people said, oh, it was good because like people it's said that about like... It's just as hard like, to judge as the other way around, you know? Yeah, but like people said that about Saving Private Ryan and then I went to see it and I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I saw it twice. Mm. You know, there were a couple things that, um, like, ha you know, it, it's just, I, I think it's because it's just not as constant. It's just constant. It's just everywhere, everywhere, yeah. everywhere, ironically, All no pun intended. And it's just everywhere. And it's like, there, no, there's no there's no social media platform where it doesn't get brought up or referenced. Then there's memes. Then there's GIFs. Then, and it's just like, oh, my God, yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> and so we bit the bullet and I guess purchased because we couldn't rent um purchased everything everywhere all at once and um I mean if you listen to the show you've obviously heard of the movie it's all over the place everybody was talking about it um and uh Michelle Yeoh yeah Stephanie I want to say Shu and then uh it's terrible that I never knew data's actual, actual name, name because yeah. he was always data to me and then he was short round i mean he's like both short round and data but mostly yeah. data to me um 
And so I'm going to probably destroy Ki Hu Kwan, James Hong, we all know, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Jenny Slate was in it, uh, Tally Metal. I mean, there, there was just, there was a gajillion people. <laughs> so many yeah, I was people. surprised. So many, and not, and I don't mean that in like so many recognizable faces, but just casting wise, there yeah. was so many like actors. Jenny Slate was such a. I, I don't think it was a bad choice. It's just an odd choice. Like it was, you know, but whatever. it was. She's good, so yeah, she's good. I just didn't. Uh, I was just like, okay. I mean, I guess like I feel. Uh, th- there's the there's the salty side of me. As an indie actor, that's always like you could have given that to somebody. Sure. You know, it's like Jenny Slate, like she doesn't need any help. But anyway, um, they like to do cameos and shit for their friends and work with people. So I get it. Um, so we have different feelings about this movie. I slightly, um, yeah. I, I wouldn't say slightly, but I mean, <laughs> I fell into the hole and uh, like I thought it was good. I guess like it was I would never watch that again Hmm. Um, and not because I thought it was so bad it's just I have seen what I needed to see and I never need to see it again like it's just uh, I I I think the title is um, it's fitting because there was too much and there's a way to do that for me because it's not like I like I, I I can't enjoy a chaotic movie. Two of my favorite movies are chaotic, and it's Scott Pilgrim and Edge of Tomorrow. There's constant mm. shit happening, but for me, there's like there's a very fine line on how much you can put in there. You can you can overload scenes and happenings, but then there's a point where it's just too much for me personally. And this was like top of the list on like. There's just too much going on here mm. f- for me to ever really settle. I was not invested in a single character, really. Um, like, I was rooting for the mom, mostly, okay. right? I think you're, you're supposed to. But um, then you're also supposed to root for the daughter because, you know, so it's like I thought there was some interesting stuff going on there. But um, it fell into the fighting for love trope, like every fucking female <laughs> Uh, a superhero type person always has to fight for love and I'm like I'm done (laughs) like I'm so done it was so sappy and I did not expect that Um, I think if I had gone in knowing that it was just a a load of sap I might have felt differently but I really thought I was getting an action movie and I got uh, I got more dildos than anybody would ever need and very little action for me personally. Okay. For me, it was more heartstring bullshit than it was like, I just want to see ass kicking. Right. I wanted to see The Matrix meet Scott Pilgrim. That's what I thought that movie was going to give me. Mm. And I didn't get any of that. Your yeah, I turn. Didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I didn't think it was going to be that. I really didn't know what to expect from it. Um, and uh, I liked it quite a bit more than you. I did enjoy the action. I thought the the choreography of the action was done really well, and um, you know, uh, more than you would see in you know a Marvel show for sure. You well, that know? sets the bar kind of low, sir. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's just I I I know that if I saw this movie just on a whim somewhere that it was mm. just hidden in Netflix, I'd be telling everybody in the world to go watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I'm a huge fan of Michelle Yeoh back in the Jackie Chan days. Yo. Yo. Um, and yeah, I thought it was kind of like a clever idea. I, I agree there could have been a little more time spent on it. The, the concept itself. Um, and yeah, the, 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 at least it wasn't like love for a, a dude, you know, like she wasn't, it was like family love, but sap yeah i don't care who it's for i didn't mind that so much because the family and and all that stuff uh i thought that was was um it wasn't a deterrent for me so i i I enjoyed the film even though that was in there um but yeah i mean the the visuals and the 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 creativeness of it all was just top shelf creativeness (laughs) creativeness (laughs) the create this was top shelf for me um yeah i don't know I, you know i 
I was I felt like all of the hype that surrounded it, and I'm like you that way. Like if I see a lot of hype, I tend to like. I don't know. It already sets like this kind of. I already know that I'm going to be disappointed in a certain degree, so I kind of mm-hmm. go in weirdly. But that was kind of offset with Michelle Yeoh, so I um. I kind of she did her thing like that. Look, it's Michelle Yeoh, so it's like she did her thing. Yeah. I just I'm actually quite surprised that she would do a movie like this. Yeah. Um. Just it seemed way over the top for her. The very. You know, like it seemed both over the top and uh, a bit a scandalous edgy. for her. Yeah. I guess I just, you know, uh, I don't know why. I just thought, like, you know, with her age, Jamie Lee Curtis as well. I'm just like, I'm yeah. surprised that this is. And then, like, we get data back. So it's like, I love that we got data back. We haven't seen him in so long. And so, like, that was really cool. Um, but just for me, like, yeah, I don't know. It just. I'm not going to say that I minded the dildos, right? Who doesn't mind a dildo every so often? <laughs> a fight scene with a dildo. I didn't know? mean that the way it sounds, by the way. But, I mean, it's not like, oh, my God, I wasn't clutching my pearls at, at it. I just felt like it. So, like, they found this gimmick. And then, you know, that person that laughs at their own joke. That's what started happening there. It was like it was fu- yeah, it was funny that. the first time, and then the third, and f- and then people started landing on them, and it was like, what's happening? Yeah. Um, I thought I feel like they really tried to, they tried so hard to be funny with that, and it's like things being up people's asses. I don't. I I really. It's not because I can't take a joke. I mean, because I laughed hysterically well, at the first dildo. I was yeah. like, oh my god, did not expect that. And then but, after a while, I was like, okay, guys, like we get it. And it's just now it's like just you, weird. <laughs> the, the fight scene with this thing sticking out of their butt, I thought was really funny. Um, I mean, I just don't if it was think a, it belonged in thing, this film. It, it made be. no sense. But I, but the I, film was even, more Scott Pilgrimy. Yeah, but even in the confines of of the film, of the language of the film, where you, where they're like, you have to do something crazy in order to initiate this reaction. It's like it doesn't have to be one thing. It's like, well, if I do this, it's going to happen. So I only can do this. like just think of something else that would mm-hmm. cause the same reaction. So. Um, why yeah. the butt? I, I don't. It's, know. <laughs> I'm all for good dick and fart jokes, but I uh, <laughs> I feel like it could have um, had less dick and farts, maybe, or just didn't try so hard at it. A just let l- them a little happen. less dicky and farty. That's what we're that, saying. That I that I can I can agree with on that. Um, because it it did. I don't want to say it cheapened the film because I still liked it a lot, but um, it just kind of like fell a little flat for me it fell a lot flat for me because that's pretty that's a statement that was kind of a limp part of the film for me you know (laughs) but um um yeah i i i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't too keen on it after a while it's like i like i said it was okay when it first sort of started and then i was like all right that's that's enough of that um, I thought I will say I thought that the daughter's performance she's great yeah. she was great um, especially as as the villain mm-hmm. um, and the costuming hair and makeup yeah was wonderful yeah like if if I took nothing else from that it was it was visually a beautiful film but mm-hmm. I just think that storyline wise for me personally it didn't do what it did for so many other people and um, maybe it's cause I went in just expecting too much or expecting something else. Like I said, I thought I was getting Pilgrim versus Matrix and then yeah. like getting this hype because the trailer was like, yes, I didn't even finish watching the trailer because yeah. I was like, I don't want to ruin this. But from what I saw of it, I thought it was going to be more like, um, you know what, what else I thought it was going to be like, um, oh God, brain fart. That's not what I thought it was going to be like. Um, severance. It had this severance feel to it. So I thought it was going to be like an action technicolor severance kind of thing. I don't mm. know what it was the Jamie Lee Curtis and the, the, the trailer. Office. Like, yeah, it just yeah, had yeah. like this. So I had no idea. I didn't read the synopsis because I didn't want to. Mm. Um, and so I guess it's like when I got all this like love, love, family, love, more love and more family. I was like, all right, we get it. You have a family. Like, you're supposed to love your family. Like, all right, let's move on. I guess it's Someone hard get to, kicked in the throat. Hard to empathize with that that portion of the film because, 
you know, that's not something that we can relate to as much. Well, we are, um, we are kind of the worst with that. Both of us come from small families and we don't have, like, we have very small immediate families. And so we don't do like the big family get togethers and stuff. So I guess like whenever there's, but there's lots of things that are family orientated in films that I like that I can enjoy. It's just for me, again, like you have Michelle in this. Like, I just, like, I realize she's not 20 anymore, and I understand that, but I just wanted to see more ass-kicking. Yeah. Um, and less of this, like, weird virtual world, this weird, like, it just, I felt like they crammed 20 pounds of shit in a 10-pound bag. And mm-hmm. so it was like, a lot of stuff was spilling over, and then just kind of falling to the side, and like there for the sake of be it was like shove the shit in the bag and then throw it out immediately because we have to make space for more shit it, so that's right. that's why i was just kind of like what but if the 10 pound bag was for 10 pounds of something heavier than shit then maybe 20 pounds could fit in it no it's a 10 pound 10 pound shit bag and oh, you got okay. 20 pounds of shit so you're just not getting all that in there you're just not it's gonna be messy um so and then also like at no point did i think that this was not going to have a happy ending Right. I so for me, like the the storytelling well, was kind of like, yeah. I'm gonna get <laughs> like my, my Goodwill hunting. It's a little elementary, you know. Like it, I was just like, okay, let me guess. I knew first of all, I knew right away that the daughter was this cloaked figure that they weren't showing. Like that was obvious to me. Then so it was like, yeah. okay, now it's yeah. revealed, and it's like, yes, okay, we all knew this, and I knew immediately there was going to be this battle of emotions between the two of them and it was going to be a back and forth emotional and physical struggle and Mm -hmm. then she was eventually going to conquer her daughter's love and she was going to apologize for being so judgmental of her and everybody was going to live happily fucking ever after like i already knew that was going to happen and so like part of me i don't know was like i i also felt that the the first almost 20 30 minutes of the film really dragged like it was like mm. it, it just i don't know the I, establishment I, of the family the, and all that yeah stuff. it just it took too long it just took too long to um and it, if again this was the film that was intended to be made then like great that's what you wanted but i just i'm just saying from what i thought i was getting like i thought this was action 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 i didn't yeah. think that we were gonna sit usually we're like can we get a little bit more backstory on something yeah this time I was like, I got it. We got it. <laughs> like, let's move along. Yeah. Um, there was one scene when her daughter finally, like, it's like, I, yeah, I like the bagel. I, I get it. I get <laughs> it. It's, it's kitschy and. And everything bagel. But it's like, yeah, it just, I don't know. For me, it was like, I, I see what you're doing there. Mm. I think a lot of times when that works is when it's just so unexpected and out of place. And that's what makes those things funny, right? Because yeah. you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense, but it's funny. This, again, felt like somebody trying to be funny while they tell a joke. And it was like, uh, yeah. I, I, and everything bagel. And yeah, I see, I see, I see the, the, the gimmick here but uh, but during that scene when she's first having that discussion with her in the hallway mm-hmm. um her performance was amazing because she's kind of going into this dark state this yeah. is when she sees her daughter for the first time in that dark state and um the just the the performance on uh joy stephanie uh, joy's character like her facial expressions, yeah. like you could, she was just like given, she just acted her face off. And I loved, I loved that. Like, that was great. So it was in no, at no way was I like, I'm bored. I don't want to watch the rest of this movie. Yeah. Not saying that at all. Like it was entertaining. I just think that people are literally saying it was like one of the best films that's ever been made. And I, I, that's so subjective and like, but whatever. But I just was like, all right, it was, it was good. Yeah, it's good. I, well, I mean, for me, the creativity and the um, even though some of it didn't land perfectly for me, but the 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 swing that they took to try to be creative and um, the performances and the aesthetic of everything, I think it was it was a home run. I'm always up for someone being weird in their way if that's what you want. Like the fact that that you that a studio let you get away with that, yeah, is like I'm just whether I loved it or not. And whether I agree with the comedy or not, or whether it, it sat with me in the way that you intended it to, is irrelevant when you're just like, 
if we're just on the topic of like you got to make that mm. can you imagine the studio exec sitting down and reading that i was that? just gonna say like i i, I was curious i'd be curious to know what they made him cut if anything you know i don't know um if this was the final cut can yeah. you imagine what had been in there if they yeah. were like listen the bagel good the dildo's dildo's fine, fine but... but all good but yeah. this thing's <laughs> what was that that's what i want to know yeah. that this stuff made the cut um and and if not if it was like they were like yeah do whatever you want then like shit yeah good for you yeah um it was just like not what i yeah yeah not necessarily my cup of tea uh but i drank the tea yeah. <laughs> i drank it i just don't want to drink it again yeah uh yeah i i, I don't know i i liked it a lot and um i guess it, it was i had more managed expectations going in I didn't think it was going to be super action-y. Really? At first, I didn't think uh, there was really any action at all. And then I had heard that there was a couple fight scenes. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know why I was under the impression that this shit was going to be nonstop action. I don't yeah, know I why. that. Rides and attractions. Yeah. Nonstop action. Shows, animals, <laughs> farmers too. Anybody from New York gets that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah that, that's on me. Yeah, dildos so, on my face i yeah. i thought that it that i thought this was going to be like kicking ass the whole time so i guess you know i didn't know that i had to wear my emotional hat hmm. and i hadn't packed it yeah i left that at home and i was like well here i am out out so in I the emotional inclement that. weather and i have nothing to cover my head with yeah how going your mindset going into a film can possibly affect your hmm. um outcome because we have fairly similar tastes in film and so it's interesting to see that i didn't think i was getting any action and you thought you were getting all action and you know craziness yeah <laughs> so um i i think well if you're if you if you have a conservative mind i don't know what you're doing listening to this show first of all but yeah. um if you're kind of uh, on the uh, if you exude innocence where's my maga people at <laughs> if you exude innocence this is probably not the film for you mm. but i mean if you're in for like a wild kind of if you well, don't mind dildos. You. i had a friend who's fairly um not conservative in in the political sense but in a kind of like a uh, i don't know what kind of sense but then they ended up liking it so like a lot so you never know i don't know <laughs> There weren't too many dildos. No, right? I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. So I guess there's like a dildo max. Everyone has their yeah. personal dildo max <laughs> yeah. in a movie. And I guess my threshold's kind of low. I don't really have one. Yeah, I don't really have a dildo. <laughs> bring them all in. Bring them all on. Did you almost say bring them all in? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What is happening on this episode? I so we're gonna have to. There's gonna have to be like at least a PG thirteen rating on this. It's the dildo episode. The dildo episode. I guess my threshold for cinematic dildo is low. Yeah. Um, everyone's different. No judgment. Um, okay. So anyway, watch it. It's. I still think you should support anyone who's who has an original idea. Like I'm all for that. Uh, just uh, curious to see what other people thought. Like, what, uh, you know, did you love it? Am I the only person in the world who was like, mm, that's okay? Yeah, I don't know. Probably. I, I uh, Probably not. I mean, there's pro I'm sure there's people that hated it just because yeah, they wanted to but I hate it. Like I said, it, I mean, it had its mo Like, there was good things about it. It was beautiful to look at and all yeah. that stuff. And the performances were great. But I just, like, storyline-wise and then again, like, action-wise, I, uh, I just didn't get what what i wanted yeah um or was hoping well for. i look forward to him getting a marvel movie and then quitting because they don't give him any kind of creative freedom i i don't know how he's gonna bring all this to marvel i don't see or that DC going or well. something even even then. maybe a little bit you can do a they little love bit. to bring on like these really creative directors and then they end up not working out because they want to be creative they try to be really like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try to do something. They're gonna be like, it. okay, it's DC. You have one dildo. That's it. I feel like DC is a little would be a little more open to something. Of course, because crazy. they're darker, but they're not gonna. Well, they're not so. Crazy. Yeah, but Marvel has. Well, I don't want to get into all that stuff. Um. Also, on that whole thing on DC and everything, um, Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. Yeah, absolutely, I, I read not. that. Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I, I I don't know. I you know. 
I've accepted. I I just have to. I I have to just accept my um my position as the mean girl on this show. I don't intend to be, honestly, and I don't like bullies. And like I've said, there's so many things that we've watched. I've been like, I'm not even going to talk about that because they don't have anything really good to say. And I don't want to just shit on somebody's work. But that woman annoys the living crap out of me. And I cannot deal like it's 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 like the same with Tom Holland. Right. Just shove her in everything. Um, I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get it. And a musical. Look, Why? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 you know, I, there's only, there's only one Harley Quinn and we all know who that is. Yeah. But I just like, I don't understand. I don't understand this direction. I don't know why people just have to completely overuse a person to the point where you hate them because they're in everything and they're ruining everything because they're not very strong actors. I'm sorry. I know people think she's amazing. I don't. I've seen several of her performances. She did better than I thought she would, but I was not blown away. Um, And she's the kind of person that I feel like, you know, uh, breaks out into a ballad and you're like, great. All I asked was if you wanted lunch. Yeah. Okay. It's like she has to constantly... Yeah. Constantly, constantly do that and like show that, you know, she has to like be the monkey, the dancing monkey. And and she wants you to know that she's the dancing monkey at all times. And it's like, we get it. We get it. Like, yeah. I, like, I'm look not going to cool and weird. I, I am. Yeah. Like, look, I've seen I've seen her performances and some of her songs are OK. It's I don't love all of her stuff, but some of her songs are OK. Um, I won't take away from somebody. There's a lot of uh, musicians out there that whose music I don't like, but I can appreciate them as as entertainers like if i see J-Lo. their show yeah like jay like i'm not a big jay i don't like really any of jayla's music and i like some beyonce songs but not many but watching documentaries like watching the, the documentary that beyonce did on how the you know the choreography the planning all the shit that goes into this i can absolutely appreciate someone as an entertainer yeah and say like i don't really love their music but they're i i like them as entertainers yeah um I'm not going to take away from her being talented. She's talented. I just think that, like, as an actor, I, I don't know what she's doing in there. I, yeah. I, I don't get it. And then with Joker. It's all gimmick just to get, uh, you know, people it's to so watch. It's so bizarre. Because she's popular. It's so bizarre. Um, anyway. All right. I just trash talking. I know. I know how I sound. I don't need you to sit there and judge. You don't, I don't need you to <laughs> judge I'm judging enough. <laughs> There's enough judgment in this episode with me judging other people. I don't need your judgment. Uh, but, you know, you're entitled to that. If you say you're a mean asshole, then fine. I concur. I'm still going <laughs> to I'm still gonna have my opinion, though. Um, so another show that I was waiting for to, to get to the end, and I honestly didn't know. I was really hesitant to watch this with you because for some reason I was like, he's not going to be into this at all. And I almost was going to be like, forget it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's Tony Collette. Like, it's Tony Collette, yeah. you know? And she's not even in as much of it, despite, ironically, it being mostly about her character. Um, but it's more following uh, her husband. Uh, so we watched The Staircase on HBO. Um, the HBO the Max, fiction or the dramatization. Well, I saw there. the documentary. Yeah. And I saw the, I, I want to say it was Dateline or 2020 or something like that. If you haven't seen it, I'm well, first of all, don't listen to this if you want to see it in, because we're going to be going into details of the case. But if you want to get the gist of what happened, I would personally skip the documentary on Netflix. And I know oh, that the creators of that would be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that documentary there are moments in there where you can take like a whole nap and not miss things because they like there's whole conversations it was like they basically filmed every billable hour between him and the lawyer and it was like mm. enough like we've seen all this yeah there's, enough sophie let's cut I, this edit down yeah i want to i want to say it was like dateline 20 something like that that did like an hour and a half or two hour special or something that gives you all your info right there mm. like that to me was more of a nutshell kind of thing than the documentary once. The documentary was more about him. Hmm. Uh, and I didn't find it very entertaining. I'm sorry, guys. Which, you know, it's just because they, the filmmakers are actually featured in the show. So, yeah. no shade. I know they're Oscar winners and stuff, but it just didn't do it for me. Um, 
so this is starring Tony uh, Tony Collette, Colin Firth, um, uh, Michael uh, Stolberg, who we've seen in a couple of things, who's mm-hmm. really good. Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger, obviously everybody knows him. Uh, Sophie Turner, Odessa Young, Dane DeHaan, who we love. Um, Vincent Vermignon, I want to say. Juliette Binoche, Olivia, is it Dijon? I don't know. Rosemary DeWitt, Parker Posey. Um, it, uh, I don't, so I just want to say that ironically, uh, also Trini Alvarado was in this. I haven't seen Trini Alvarado. I know she's been working, but I just haven't seen her stuff. She was the girl in Frighteners, which is how you recognized her. I knew her as the daughter in Stella with Bette Midler, uh, Bette Midler but yeah. Um, I was so excited to see her because I literally like grew up watching her stuff. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God. I knew as soon as I saw her profile, I was like, is that her? Uh, so it was really exciting. Um, I have to say, even though the part was small, the person that stood out for me was Parker Posey. Oh. <laughs> Not to say, I mean, look, because Tony's Tony. Like, Tony did her shit and I knew she was going to. Yeah. But um, I thought like Parker kind of. Like she kind of went ham with the accent and mm. just like the the weird mannerisms that yeah. this this it you know seeing the roles that she's played over the years it's nothing like I've seen her play and sure. I was just kind of like I'm not saying she stole the whole show but I was like she she uh, stood out to me mm. and it was a very small character so I didn't yeah. expect that but um, every time I heard her talk <laughs> I yeah. was like. Wow, she did that really, really, really well. Uh, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, well, where do I start? I like this show. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just, it, it's a bonkers case. Mm-hmm. Totally bonkers case. Like, it's just like one minute you're like, oh, clearly this guy. And then the next minute you're like, whoa. <laughs> um, and, you know, a lot of that is going to be persuaded on you by, on uh, oh, persuaded on you. You're going to be persuaded by Colin Firth's, your interpretation of Colin Firth's uh, characterization of yeah. whatever his name is, I forget. Michael Peterson. Michael Peterson, right. Um, and so that it's kind of hard to kind of like, because you're just watching him to see what he's doing, how he's saying stuff, little looks here and there to kind of see if you read that person as guilty or innocent. And so that's trickier than to just look at the facts of the case which you know are obviously dramatized for and he the also show. never spoke to michael peterson so this is quite literally his his interpretation of his right. personality and stuff right so um you know there's a lot you know it's it, they very much want you to um there's basically three scenarios mm-hmm. that could have caused her death and they 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 dra- dramatize all three of those um very well i made that and and uh obviously tony is is a huge part of that the um, recreation of the accident was fucking stellar yeah it was really really good and um but i for me i didn't know the case right so i didn't mm-hmm. but just from a, a storytelling perspective it was just such an a weird thing where you're you're going through this case and then early on you see him out in 2017 so you're like okay so Clearly, he gets out, and then he goes to jail. So I get the the kind of rug pull there, mm-hmm. but then it's like he's that he then he he gets a mistrial because there, all this stuff was done incorrectly. But there was no, nothing that alluded you to that at the beginning, and so it seemed just from a narrative standpoint that that was just like a way to get like if this wasn't based on something real, I'd be like, well, that's convenient that mm. that you know what I mean? Because I would mm-hmm. assume I haven't seen the documentary, but I would assume in the documentary that was something that came up. In, within the within the process of, of how evidence was collected and hidden, there was a there was a hint at it at one point. I don't even when, remember because it was so long ago. When um, I don't know if it was a cop or an agent of some sort was talking to the coroner, because the coroner said the um, the, uh, the 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 it was ruled the death was ruled by uh-huh, blood force trauma, but she had initially had said it was from bleeding out. Mm-hmm. So. That was kind of the only time they ever hinted at any kind of impropriety on the to- on the side of the uh, detectives or the state or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that just was kind of like, from a storytelling perspective, was very um, convenient. Yeah, these types of things are are usually they they they're 
it's a catch 22 because again, I believe, I believe Rose, I don't, there was somebody involved. Somebody was involved that they reached out to them. It was a female character and they said like they really didn't want any part of it, but that when they spoke to the person playing them, and I honestly don't remember who it was, they were saying that it was actually kind of cathartic um, and they didn't regret it, uh, even though they didn't really care for the show. Right. Um, I don't know that anybody has ever watched one of these things yeah, and like, been perfect. like, they did everything <laughs> yeah. to the T, yeah. eyes are dotted, that's our family, that's my personality. Involved Unless in the they're heavily it, involved yeah. in the production. And when it comes to a murder and two opposing sides, you're never going to get uh, a, a, a complete agreeance on yeah. that, right? Everyone's going to have an issue with something else. Um, I have to say, as per the... Well, you can't, especially in, the, in this specific case, you can't please both sides because... Yeah, the you filmmakers are they're opposing right but 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 then you're also coming at it in a very ambiguous way right like if you were to shoot this thing and you had it in your mind that this person was guilty and you shot it from that perspective well then the people that thought he was guilty would probably be more likely to kind of agree with the tone of the film or whatever mm. but when you're just when you're straddling the middle line there um it becomes very tricky and you're not going to please anybody and at that point you're just telling the story i will say though that there was this shift in the tone of the film from when once he got convicted i think that was episode four and it started to the first four episodes to me felt more like a docu-series like a, a re-creation mm-hmm. of a doc, docu-series where the second half of it felt more like a show it did yeah very much so i agree with that um yeah i mean i think look as per his response and retort to the show. <laughs> uh, even, let's let's just, for argument's sake, say that you think this guy's innocent. He's clearly an asshole. <laughs> so even if you think he's innocent, um, it just his response to it. I mean, Brad Pitt, come on, like yeah. get the fuck out of here. Have you looked Everybody at yourself? Everybody wants Brad Pitt to play them. I mean, Not you know, me. I'm going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, me. you know who would play me? Anadarmus, because we're practically twins. Like you know, I own mirrors. I know. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so he had, you know, to to shit on uh, Dane's appearance. Yeah. Uh, and Tony Collette's performance. And Tony Collette, uh, to- calling Tony Collette, I believe, a, sh- a screaming shrew or something like that is like, well, sir. Um, you should go to jail just for that. If, if the story is correct in that your wife literally held you financially through the entire relationship and was raising your children and her money was basically what you were living off of i'd be a fucking screaming shrew too <laughs> like yeah uh let's just but think the, about but, that but what really kind of what blew my mind was the fact that and i think this is kind of like the pinnacle thing of the case which is why it's called the staircase is that not only did this woman die at the bottom of a staircase this was his second wife to die at the bottom of a staircase. So I with very similar wounds. These to are her very head. tough for me to watch. And because... it's like, what the f- like? That's even if they're both accidents. <laughs> the 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 sheer probability of that I happening. I already knew what was going to happen with you because this is why I struggle to watch these things because I've but then again I've followed you have to think the Peterson like, case. Nobody's that stupid to kill two people the same exact right. way, the I, same like. But, so it's just like. But what? I mean, I knew the reaction, right? So I followed the Peterson Peterson case. Peterson. Peterson. Peter. Um, I followed the Peterson case, and um, so I knew the twists and turns. And so I was like, try, I was looking at you from the corner of my eye because I was like, when are they going to bring up his wife in Germany? <laughs> like, oh my God, because he's going to be like, what? And that was... And the edit in... of that moment was so good too because you had uh, you had the discovery of it, which they oh, left. Oh, the lawyer. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the lawyer was just like... And you yeah, you so found perfect. another woman at the bottom another, of yeah. the stairs? When were you going to tell me this? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I was looking for your face, like the reaction on, on your face, and and I got what I expected because yeah, I mean, when I was following the case, I was like, "Pardon, <laughs> like, yeah. how does this happen twice?" To be fair, the other woman is the one that discovered her. 
Yeah. He didn't actually discover her, but that even even with even that aside, it's very ironic that this mm-hmm. has happened to two women in your life. Yeah. Um, that is bizarre. Um, and then I was waiting for the owl theory. That took a lot longer than I thought it was going to because I was like, wait a minute, are they not going to talk about the owl theory? They have to. Yeah. Um, that one was, I was kind of like, oh, interesting. I mean, based on what they... it's not impossible. Like when, when it's, and again, who knows, right? If, but it, then you look if at the, that's someone's you look at narrative, the, yeah. right? They can convince you of that if they're good at storytelling, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look at the state of the world we're in. People believe that there's pedophile pizzeria sex rings, okay? Yeah. Like you can get people to believe anything if you feed it to them a certain way. Certain person and a certain approach is a combination in heaven right there for that type of, uh, you know, adhesion to that. Yeah. Um, But, like, I admit, like, for a second, I was like, okay, well, I mean, if you look at the cuts, right, that's almost identical to what the talons of an owl would look like. Yeah. Um, And they never did exhume her body. No. The head bleeds an insane amount. Um, Like, it's, you know, it just, uh, I don't know that this man benefited off of the dishonesty of the examiners and and the professionals I'm air quoting involved mm. or if he was a victim of them. Right. And this is what makes things like this so dangerous, right? Because you are convicting innocent people as per your agenda. Yeah, it happens a lot. But you may also release a guilty person because of that action because now we have to question everything you've done and yep. maybe you were right on some of those but we have no way of differentiating one from the other because yeah. a lie is a lie under oath you know yeah. and so i don't know i mean so they did these little things at the end right for instance like look to me michael peterson sounds like an asshole right but that doesn't necessarily make him a killer there's lots of people out there sure. that are assholes that doesn't make them killers it doesn't make them murderers doesn't mean that they're automatically but guilty where we draw the line is is when you talk shit about tony Clutch's performance <laughs> it's over it's over it's over but i mean so so two things so Aside from the uh, potential murder, right, because that's at the top of the list, if he did actually kill her, then uh, that doesn't look good um, for him, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, his treatment of Sophie yeah, oh was really like, poor girl. like you're, you are free because of this woman. If she had not taken the stance and taken an interest and edited that the way that she did to be mm-hmm. able to show you would be still be sitting in jail, most likely. Mm-hmm. Most likely, it's what got the you know. Look, as much as we like to pretend the legal system is what it is, you know, wherever you stand on it, it is highly influenced by. It can be highly influenced by media, mm-hmm. and so the fact that the um, all the information was out there was all because of the documentary, um, and a big part of that documentary even being done was because of her. You know, yeah. She championed even wanting to do it. Also, by the way, you can question she, her motives for sure, I, I suppose. But um, yeah, well, that's that. Well, yeah, that's the th- Julia Binoche acted her face off. By the way, she was great. She was for me. She was the 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 standout. Well, no, see, when I say here's what I mean. Like we understand there's calibers of actors, and but I'm she, not trying to be mean here, right? But, but Parker Posey and Tony Collette are on two different. They're on two different planes, okay? Tony Collette's like the, you know, she's just she's cream of the crop, you yeah. know. She's an amazing, she's up there with a, amazing a actor. Spencer. And Parker Posey's a very good actor. She's a good actor, but you know, she doesn't get a lot. You know, she's not up in that caliber of type of actor, and she doesn't get a lot of these types of roles. And so I'm, ju- I was just saying that I was pleasantly surprised. Like I, I when I first saw her, I thought like Parker Posey, that's a weird, mm. you know, casting choice. Um, but I thought she did really well in in her role. That's all I'm saying. Like I didn't yeah, think that yeah. she did better than yeah, Tony. Cole, but Juliet Binoche, like especially in that last scene when she's sitting on the couch and you're watching this wave of emotion, like you could see her emotions ebbing and flowing with every word that he says. Um, she was completely heartbroken, and yeah. that's who it was. Her character, I remember. So Sophie. The actual Sophie spoke to Juliet, but no, she didn't want oh. anything to do with it, but she agreed to talk to her and she found it kind of like cathartic. cathartic to, you know, ha- have that representation. But yeah. Um, so, yes, I mean, yeah, because they didn't really show like 
the movie did a good job with their relationship because it never really showed any kind of real intimacy and not like physical intimacy, but any kind of between well, them. Well, they you had know? the intimacy at the she very end before ha- he like broke up yeah. with her. But she definitely Dick. liked him more than he liked her, obviously. But that was kind of, um, they, you know, if, if that's what did happen, then they could, did a good job of painting that. I was just screaming at the screen because I was like, ma'am, he is gay. Yeah. yeah. Like she just kept, she was so committed to him. And, you know, I guess it's like, you know, that what you see what you want to see. It was like how many signs. I mean, yeah. this wasn't hidden. This was from the beginning that he had seen male escorts and like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this man is not going to fall for you. It's not going to happen. Um, he very much used her. Very, very much used her. And so... Somebody would be like, okay, yeah, we knew this guy was problematic when he potentially murdered his wife. You know, like, yes. But again, that's what's under question. Um, so if he didn't murder his wife, I'm just saying that his treatment of Sophie was horrendous. Like, yeah. um, I, I just, uh, I, I don't like the guy. Even if he did, his, his treatment is still... No, no, I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. you know, somebody would be like, oh, yeah, well, oh, duh. Yeah, so thank you, oh, so, obviously, yeah. he's going to treat her badly because he's a murderer. It's like, well, even if he wasn't, he treated her terribly. Um, yeah. And obviously didn't treat his wife well even if he was married to her i mean even if he didn't kill her because he was seeing men and having sex with men and then coming home to her and got yeah. like god giving her god knows what you know like that's just i that i always wonder things like i don't know i mean there's the there's the obvious emotional betrayal right but i immediately would be like what did you bring home <laughs> you know what I mean? people like, you sleep around with somebody and then you come home and then we're in bed to get like Do are this? you kidding me yeah um yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. This this is, it's one of those cases that you don't know. And so then at the very end, you know, Colin Firth, uh, it, it's it's a, it's a, it's a artistic liberty, right? To sort of give this sinister glare. If he's yeah. innocent, this is all for entertainment, right? So you, yeah. like, you have to take that shit with a grain of salt. Again, guy is an asshole, yeah. but... That the, that's where those artistic liberties get tricky for me, uh, because it's like you can very much influence how somebody thinks by doing something like that. Because sure. you're like, well, obviously they think he's guilty. Yeah. Um, and obviously the creators of this think that he's guilty. The family hates the director, by the way. They think he's like the worst person ever for making this. Uh, but mm. um, the um, I think also <laughs> the so the eldest uh, the younger son had watched it and it was like. You know, he thought it was terrible. I'm like, I bet you did because you did not get portrayed very well in this yeah. show at all. Like, I don't know how much of that was true if he was really that much of like a little pissant. But um, yeah. Schwarzenegger's character, like, yeah. holy crap, I'd be livid. But if that's actually an uh, an accurate representation, then, you know, sucks for you. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's very weird to have two sides of the family split like that. And uh you know to know what the other side of the family thought of it oh what other side you know the the sister and and of the show and stuff yeah i don't think they they didn't they didn't like any like they just didn't want any part of it and they didn't like that it was made yeah no that i can definitely understand i mean there's no way to make something yeah and not be profiting off it you're profiting off of somebody's death literally and their family's uh, uh grievance and you know like yeah, it's a tough thing, you know, <sighs> like trying to put yourself in that position. But then it depends on where, you know, where the film is coming from, right? If it's just telling the story, trying to tell the story of what happened mm. from... There's no way to really straddle that line that I was talking about earlier where, you know, because when you turn something into a narrative form, you ha- there's certain rules that everybody kind of falls into where they're going to have you know, a twist somewhere along the line and they're going to have arcs for the characters and, mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff. That, and that's why, that's what separates it from being a, a, a straight docudrama to like being a more narrative-driven piece. And so um, it becomes very tricky, you know. And I, I don't know how I would react in that situation if somebody happened to something, some something happened to somebody I cared about mm-hmm. and there was being a story told about it. Now it's obviously there's so many factors right involved, but in this case specifically, it's, it's, it's even 
even more tricky because it is so such a debated thing. You know, if it was like cut and dry, this person admitted to doing it, but then you want to tell the story to right, right. to talk about how it affected the family and tore them apart, and this person was normal, and then they just snapped one day or the whatever. The thing about Pam, like yeah, she yeah. obviously, yeah. Well, yeah, and so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to tackle something like that, and I don't know why somebody would either, other than to uh, cash in on on the spectacle of it all. Yeah. Right. So I can see that point of view, um, but being disconnected from it as a viewer, you know, there's a lot of good things about the show. You know, it looked great, the performances were great, all that stuff. But it's so hard for me, as an empathetic person, to kind of think you know while i'm watching the show i i'm i'm intrigued in the mystery and i want to learn more about what's going on and then after this the dust settles you're like wow that's that is kind of messed up to think about like having to i mean each person's going to either watch it or not but just to know that it's out there and now all of these people are going to form their opinion Mm -hmm. based on a narrative version of the story not even a documentary which can obviously still be swayed that would be terrifying to me as an actor being presented yeah. with that and being like, you're playing this person like, fuck, like I can ruin this person's life if yeah. I play this the wrong way. <laughs> like, how do you do this? Yeah, um, yeah that, because it's yeah, not like tough. these people are still around. Or Tony Collette representing someone who doesn't get to defend themselves yeah. because they're gone. So yeah. it's like, how do you play that person? How do you do that justice? I don't know. Yeah. It's very, it's very weird. Um, like as uh, I'm not an actor. Um, well, obviously. well, unless sir. I get hurt, um, <laughs> unless you get a cold, yeah. um, or a tooth pulled, <laughs> legally blonde. Uh, and, but I don't know if I would want to take that without the the blessing of the person that I'm portraying. Yeah, but you know what? Some people have gotten that, and they're still like, "I wasn't happy with it," and it's like, "All right, well." Well, then, then like, yeah, that, that's, like, you know, that's that's the risk I that tried. the actor can take or not. But um, I wouldn't even think to. To do that with and my... not that i and no shade to people that that did um and i'm not saying that that that's just for me personally i would i'm not confident i i would never be confident enough in anything i do to be like yes i got this i'm gonna make this person i'm gonna represent this person as best as i can to the information i have but there's always information you don't have you know so. i think that like i can see as an actor it being uh both helpful and harmful right so if you have somebody who's like i am willing to be involved in this to give you to help you with the like little nuances and things like that and it's like oh shit that's awesome right because Mm -hmm. i get to literally talk to this person see their mannerisms copy their mannerisms but then i could see that also becoming sort of intrusive because you're going to have this person there constantly judging yeah like i didn't you know and it's like okay look like (laughs) i'm doing my best to represent you but also i'm going to need my own space so i could depending on the person i could see them being a bit too much yeah um that's a very slippery slope it's it's you have to be able to let go of the of all the little things and just be happy with the what the scene is accomplishing michael peterson said that colin firth got his voice and his mannerisms down Uh, he was happy with that um, but he Based said he was a dull a actor. <laughs> so I was like, sir. <laughs> so, um, Did you not see the King's speech? Actually, um, I haven't seen that. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how. I, I always feel kind of, there's a slight guilt that I feel watching these things, you yeah. know, because I'm like, God, I don't, uh, who, somebody's right here, right? Yeah. He either did it or he didn't. There's no gray area. Right. He either killed her or he didn't kill her. So either his side of the family is right for defending him or uh, and the other side of the family turned and, you know, uh, then and then sued him. The daughter, her daughter sued him for like twenty five million dollars um, or he did kill her and his family was too his his side of the family was too brainwashed to admit it. And her side of the family suffered for that, you know, yeah. so. There's just no gray area with that, and but I don't also, know how you know, to feel. Even if, let's say, he didn't do it, the other side of the family that believes he did, you know, there's a certain kind of uh, justification that they have based on what is fed to them by whoever, mm-hmm. you know, be mm-hmm. it the prosecutors or the police or whoever, which, you know, this case falls into so many other cases where... Well, Parker Posey's character got into that when she was confronted about it. Like she admitted that, you know, it was like she had seen so many cases where women had been victims of uh, of violence that, you know, she didn't want to see this one kind of 
get swept under the rug, but it didn't necessarily mean that she was a victim of that violence. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I guess you can say that for some people it starts out for some, it starts out with a good intention, like her character. I think her partner, the one who wound up making judge or whatever, was yeah. always an asshole. Yeah. Um, but it's it's the you people know. that you know, and this happens in so many cases. Um, and sometimes they're probably right, but when they're not, it becomes so dangerous. Is when you become so obsessed and fixated on this person being the one who did it. Yeah. Now that's a double-edged sword, right? Because if if they are, then you're then that drive and determination can really make sure that you're crossing all your I's. Nope. <laughs> you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's. Nope. Nope. Uh, and making sure that you don't make a mistake and then this person could get out because of some kind of clerical error you made that then gets the whole case thrown out. Yeah. But it seems like more often than not that that kind of drive is usually driven by you know, something else, be, be it racism or just just them not wanting to be wrong or whatever it is and um it's i don't know and and i, I realized that we only see the bad side of that if someone's that driven and convinced that they somebody did it and they did you're never going to hear about that because they'll just yeah. be in jail so i i understand the, the both sides of that but it just for me it turns off the possibility it turns off any possibility that you could be wrong and i feel like it be, you then become biased Mm-hmm. And you can't do your job if you're biased, even if you are 100% right in what you think. You can think that this person did it, but you still have to prove it. And you still have to be open to so many cases you hear about where I was convinced this person did it, but this other person was there the night of. And, you know, they only questioned him once and, and, and then they let him go or whatever. And they just they wanted to. There's always like a uh, they're always after somebody, you know, mm-hmm. it always seems very much like a witch hunt, you know. Well, I think Parker's character had brought up a really good point um, at one at, at at some uh, during the conversation with the woman in the bar or restaurant, whatever, um, where she had said, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but that you get more time for stealing a car than you do for a domestic assault or murder, yeah, uh, uh, especially against a woman. And so, like, she was looking at it from that perspective where she was trying to right those wrongs, I guess, you know, yeah. Um, this is the reason why I would never, ever be able to be on a jury. I just couldn't like knowing that my decision aided in this person either being convicted or potentially getting away with murder because of the way the evidence was um, portrayed. Also, I now have to deal with the peer pressure of the felt my fellow jury jurors, you know, that how many times have we heard of that happening, that people felt bullied to, you know, to side with something that they didn't necessarily believe in because 11 jurors were like, we think they're guilty. And they're like, well, now we're going to have to deliberate this again and drag this out and everyone hates you. And you're like, fine, I guess they're guilty. Um, That's a lot of responsibility. And my anxiety just never, just would never allow me to do that. Yeah. You're, you're being called for jury duty. The fuck I am. Let me tell you something. (laughs) If you want me to have an anxiety attack, during this trial, that's a great way to get one out of me. Like, that, I, there's no way that I would be able to to do something like that. I don't envy people who are put in that position. And I, yeah. I, I won't lie when I it's say I tricky. find it so weird that we yeah. just pull people out of just from whatever town. And we're like, you, what do you do? Mechanic? Fabulous. Cashier? Wonderful. Stay-at-home dad? Librarian? Get in here. We're going to have you're you. You're going to decide the You're going to decide the fate of this person's yeah. uh, future. Like, <laughs> what? It's very weird. Especially when, like, I have to assume at least 70% of them don't even want to be there. Yeah. I mean, you know? I knew one person who loved jury duty. Don't I don't get it. He was retired. So I guess it helped him, like, just kind of, like, stay busy. Something, yeah. But he enjoyed going to jury duty he's like look i still get you know i get paid a little bit like it's no problem for me like i don't care it was like background acting for him (laughs) just he had a blast with it i went once thank goodness i didn't get picked but i was there for two days Hmm. waiting and waiting and i was just aggravated and and stressed and i didn't want to get picked and i'm glad that i didn't because that that there's just no way and also by the way i was 18 yeah i was 18 years old and I was going to potentially be put on a murder case. <laughs> I was like, is this legal? Like, yeah. what the fuck? What am I even doing here? Um, so that was very weird. 
you know, with my luck, knock on wood, if anything ever happened to you and they made a movie, they'd be like, we're going to have James Franco pay your husband. Fuck. (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That would be something that would happen to me. Well, he's pretty much blackballed now. Blackballed? Right. Is that from Hollywood? Blacklisted? (laughs) But there's blackballed. That is a thing, right? I'm going to have to look that up now. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, all right. So, everyone, get on your phone. Paul's going to look up blackballed. (laughs) Blackballed definition. Let's see here. Reject. Someone usually can't, uh, usually a candidate applying to become a member of a private club typically means you are a secret ballot. I don't even, that's not at all what I thought it was. (laughs) To vote against, especially to exclude from membership by casting a negative vote. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That works. You definitely meant blacklisted. (laughs) Anyway. No, I meant to say blackballed, but I didn't know. Stop saying blackballed. <laughs> so it's a thing. It's a there's a, it's in the dictionary. Dictionary. It's in the dictionary. We're adults. In the dictionary. <laughs> uh, I'm over forty years old. Yep, that happened. Um, so yes. So uh, th- look, the case is crazy, and uh, everyone's got their opinions. Most people I know that I've talked to about this are like, I feel like he's guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, maybe he's not and who the hell knows. A- anyway, the, the, the only kind of silver lining to a case like this that I always think about when I feel like somebody who is guilty gets out, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. It, it is what it is. I can't, I literally can't change anything. You but can't? I, no, Damn. believe it or not. Uh, but I have to assume that, or I like to assume, I should say that this person is, is, because the case is so public and everybody knows who this person is, they're a hundred times less likely to do it again because they're going to be such so under the uh, you know under mm-hmm. a microscope. Yeah. But... So I would I would hope that this would apply to this person if they didn't if they did do it that they would never do it again and if they didn't then well you, you have a little bit of media attention on you now. Um, I just want to say but... one thing before we wrap up about it. I have never seen anyone play dead like Tony Collette. Mm-hmm. If there were an award for the year's best corpse, that I have never. So they showed like the escort type person or whatever he was, like when he died, like bright eyed and Mm. like looking like he wasn't dead in any way, shape or form. Like I was um, like I was just sitting. I was literally sitting there watching what she was doing. Like I had my actress cap on and I was like, what is she doing with her? Like it was fascinating. Mm -hmm. It was completely fascinating. No one ever plays a corpse right. You always can tell, you know, very rarely do you see somebody actually play dead and like they look like they're dead. And I mean, damn. I mean, I don't know how she did that with her. I know that part like at one point it was like like a doll or you know whatever like a molding of her i think when i'm pretty sure when she was up on the slab that's not a real person if it was (laughs) i wouldn't be fucking surprised if she managed to pull that off as well but i felt like when they got close to the face it looked like it might have been you know makeup and prosthesis done on a thing or whatever yeah um but like at the steps and then just uh as she was actively passing away like there should be awards just for that. I've yeah. never seen anybody give, an a, give a performance like that. Best you know, because usually people like, you outside know. Outside of MTV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, usually it's like, you know, it's, a, I don't know why people do like the, <clears throat> you know, and then they die like with their eyes wide open and, it, you know, it, it never quite looks right. Um, but that was, like, I, I just, I'd never seen anything like that before, honestly, in uh uh, we we had a little taste of it in uh, in our film in a vital sign because Kieran is able to keep his eyes open for an unnaturally long amount of time. Yeah. Um, so we were all just kind of like, his eyes are so open. How is he doing that? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, so and unfortunately, we had a taste of it in IRL when our neighbor was mowing oh the lawn. Oh God, Jesus Christ! So yes, all right, yes. Um, that happened. R.I.P. Bob, that that really sucks. Yeah, but I mean, like that's just the thing. Like I've seen that. Unfortunately, uh, uh, several occasions in my life, I've seen a dead body, and so there is a look that there when you're the muscles in your face relax to that point. Yeah, uh, that you are, you know, just 
there, there, to have zero tension in your face when you are not passed out or dead is very difficult to do. Mm. It's kind of like when someone says act natural and the first thing you do is not yeah. act naturally. Yeah. Um, it, it's not easy to, to do that with your eyes and to, to keep your, your uh, like to have your eyes open but also loose. Yeah. It's, it's not easy. Um, and I've seen some, I've seen like, I, I still occasionally think of Marion Cotillard's death in Dark Knight Rises. Mm. I don't know who allowed that. It's one of the worst, and she's a good actor. So it's the, probably, it's probably one of the worst A-lister deaths I've ever seen. Oh. And so Tony Collette. From it. Well, I'm just. Do you know how many people have commented on it? Like it, yeah. it looked like a joke because I was just like, "What? Like, was this serious? Like, how could they have let that pass as an yeah. actual death?" Um, and that, and I'm just using that as an example because th that's what I'm saying. Like, when you see what happens with Tony Collette, like when you're bleeding out, you're not like alive one second and then you're like gasp and you're dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your body is going through some shit. And you're going to have unnatural movements and make noises and all of that. And I realize that, you know, like a movie like Dark Knight Rises doesn't have 20 minutes for a death scene. But it's just like if you watch that scene over again, it's 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 kind of it's kind of terrible. Mm. Um, and uh, again, like to watch a watch a show just for that alone. I mean, I, I've, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. The woman is a, a genius. Yeah. I love her. She's a good one. Anyway, so next week we're going to review another show and another film. I have two guests lined up lined up during July. Um uh, one towards the end, one towards the beginning. So we promise you, you will get a break from our stupid voices and you'll get to talk to other people and hear other people rather. Yeah. Um, but um, I did, when we when we review things, I did want to kind of give you a heads up in case you were like, ah, oh, you know what? I was thinking of watching that. So maybe I'll watch it so I can tune in and see what they thought of it. Um, there is a movie on Amazon called The Innocents. I'm going to warn you now. There's a not so nice scene in it. Yeah. With an animal. Yeah. I don't normally give warnings like that, but I was bawling and I didn't even see the scene because I knew the scene was coming. We'll get into that later when we review it. But I just wanted to throw that warning out there. It's about 20 minutes into the film. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, fuck. And then we also watched on uh, Apple Shining Girls, mm. uh, which I was waiting and waiting and waiting because I did not want to week to week that one. And I'm glad that I didn't. Mm -hmm. So we will be reviewing that as well. If those are two things that you were interested in or maybe hadn't heard of, they're very, very good. But we'll get into the details of that later. Mm -hmm. No, well, next week, actually, technically. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe you can listen along and we'll see what you thought about it. Shout outs. MoGraph. To MoGraph.com. And uh, that's it. Like, that's all we got. If you have watched something that you think we should watch, like, let us know. Also, I don't want you to think that I'm slacking here. I have reached out to an obscene amount of people. Um, yeah. And I'm just not like, I've gotten straight up like, no, they're too busy. Um, they're on set right now. I can't do it. So it's like, what can I do about that? People are making their living or just I have zero interest in being on our show. And like, yeah. I get it. Like, what am I going to do? Uh, but I have been trying to get people you know on here are? for you. <laughs> no? Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's us. Yeah. That, exactly who you thought we were. No one. Um, so, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm keeping I'm keeping the wheels turning on that. And uh, hopefully we'll have some, some more guests coming up for you. And that's it. Yeah. Bye. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.